probably the best intro music of any podcast you've ever listened to ever i would imagine boys and girls it's all franchise it is another episode of franchise buys games the world's greatest solo gaming podcast probably probably i mean there's some there's some damn fine gaming podcasts out there but they've all all that i know of they've got like that uh they've got that unit you know what i mean they've got that they've got that team of game aficionados those uh, savants in the gaming world who would just bounce off each other and share opinions but me me i like my opinions to be uh uninterrupted unless it's by me interrupting it with uh at one a tangent two some awkward silence uh three a tangent you know what i mean that's how i that's how i get things done it has been a while it's been a while since the last one the last one was spider-man did quite well thank you for everybody who listened to that i'm uh slowly picking up steam ah is it is it now are we now picking up that steam picking up that good steam i've come to you this week after probably three or three week delay since the last one problem being you know what i mean we're all adults here i'm assuming i hope well, not really. If you're a child, welcome on board. Don't you dare repeat the filthy potty mouth you hear on this here podcast, young man or woman, or gender-fluid person, whoever you are. Um, but for the most part, we're adults. We've got busy lives, you know what I mean? We, uh, we don't, I don't have the luxury anyway of uh, that much free time. I get a good amount of gaming done, you know what I mean? I, 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 commit, I commit to that gaming. But uh, among other things, you got to work, you know what I mean? you got you got like, like Dolly Parton said, I'm working nine to five. You know what I mean? I need time to play these damn games. These friggin' games that I love, that are just coming thick and fast. Take a look around, my friends. You are in it. We are here. It started the rush. The game's rush has started across many a platform. Spider-Man sort of led the charge, I think. Was it Spider-Man? I think it was. I think Spider-Man led the charge for that holiday that holiday season. That busy holiday season where every fucker is just launching games, trying to grab at your hard-earned kizash. I apologise for the wind. I'm uh, currently necking a can of that good Coca-Cola Coke Zero. Speaking of tangents, what do you call a diet coke for? Like, Coca-Cola doesn't have the word coke in it anywhere. Spelt C-O-K-E. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Question everything. Wait a minute. What podcast is this? Did you listen to the Happy Accident podcast this week? If not, why not? The Happy Accident podcast. It's going places. I don't know if you've heard. Get on board. Question everything. Um... Like so, this week I wanted to come to you. I wanted to come to you with uh, some opinions, some chat. I wanted to come at you in your ears, coming in your ears, with some shadow of the Tomb Raider bants. And you're gonna turn around and say, "Franchise, hang on, hang the fuck on, will you?" Shadow of the Tomb Raider came out like three weeks ago now. Why are you just coming now? Like you do know Assassin's Creed Odyssey's out, right? And to you, I would say yes. Yes, I do. It is. It's downstairs right now. 
what my problem was is free time again has been sketchy and I've been just any spare hour I've got I've just been chewing through Tomb Raider um, and it, it's took us a while because if you if like me you are a fan of the Tomb Raider series uh, if you are OG and you, I'm gonna sneeze give us a second strawberries 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 apparently that works say strawberries and it stops us I don't like stopping a sneeze you know what I mean I feel like if you're gonna sneeze there's no worse feeling in the world than a sneeze coming and you get that weird like that weird sort of cum face you know <laughs> you get that weird cum face on and then the sneeze is like nah nah see you in a bit catch you later mate and it just disappears off back down the uh, the sneeze gland where sneezes come from sneezes where sneezes come from anyway shadow of the tomb raider though if like me you're an og and you've uh, you were there for laura's first outing back on the old playstation i want to say somewhere in the late 90s mid to late 90s uh, you were there for the first polygonal adventure the first well when it dropped it was like what what is this shit like after like resident evil had dropped for some reason in my head and like in the the circle of friends i had when anyone was like buying play magazine do you remember play magazine or kids these days do you remember magazines you've probably seen them in uh, like museums or in wh smith at the airport it's only two places you can get magazines now i think back in the day there was a magazine called play because the xbox wasn't a thing then the N64 was the competition then. If you don't know what an N64 is, I can't help you, sir, or madam, or gender-fluid person. Play was a brilliant magazine, often came with unofficial guides to your favourite games. Resident Evil dropped. Resident Evil changed the fucking landscape forever in my eyes. Resident Evil 1, just, just still very fond memories. The tank controls another I've, I've said this before right like examples of when you think back to games and you in your head like even though you played them in the 90s in your head when you have these fond recollections they're in like glorious 4k and the controls were seamless it's not the case like they were often ugly i mean metal gear solid snake didn't even have a face snake had like a pink place where his face should be that just had like shadowy smudges on it to try and highlight a face he had no face but in my head i would say he's paws in my head uh he's stubble you know what i mean but that was the same for resident evil one that came out changed the game then the second sort of polygonal adventure that i saw of that level of detail back then was tomb raider so it was automatically like well this is a resident evil clone this is a resident evil ripoff and it turned out to be so much more uh, and here we are, 2018, still talking about Tomb Raider. The franchise has got legs. I mean, it's got a film. Resident Evil has got films as well. But it's got a film, and the film I haven't watched. Um, I've learnt my lesson when it comes to watching video game adaptions. Movie video game adaptions. Uh, the last one I dabbled in was Assassin's Creed. Serendipitously, which we will talk about later on. But I don't know, I just... I'm waiting on one of them people who, like... Yes, well, the film was good, but uh, the book was far better. Uh, 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 and then, like, sniff their own farts or something. I'm that person, but I'm that person with video games. I'm like, oh, you enjoyed the film Assassin's Creed, did you? Well, did you ever play through the Ezio trilogy? Uh, 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 ooh, mm. Like, that's me now. 
that's what I am. So I, I haven't seen the Terminator film. I've been told that I should probably give it a watch. It's a perfectly fine film, uh, as long as you don't link it directly to the source material. Much like the Assassin's Creed film, in my eyes, perfectly good action film, as long as you detached the Assassin's Creed franchise and the source material from it. So Tomb Raider, the reboot, came about a few years back. Phenomenal. Utterly phenomenal. Shit. Then Rise of the Tomb Raider, that was another fucking brilliant game. Um, with that, with that, what was the first one called? There was, Rise, there was Tomb, Tomb Raider, Rise of the Tomb Raider, Shadow of the Tomb Raider. That's right, innit? Rise of the Tomb Raider. Now having played through Shadow of the Tomb Raider, Rise of the Tomb Raider is still my favourite one of that, that series. Uh, of the reboot series. And I've got a thing, right? Off the bat, let's fucking, let's do this. Off the bat, I started playing. I'm play, I played it on the Xbox One X. My logic is, I do have the PlayStation 4 Pro. My logic is, if I'm going to play a third party game that's available on multiple platforms, I want to play that game in the, if it's a single player especially, in the best possible way. I want to experience it in the best possible way. And the Xbox One X is the best possible way to experience third party games. Um, so I've got the Pro, but it's sitting there for uh, multiplayer where I know the boys are, because I've got a lot of the, I've got a lot of boys on, on the, the old PlayStation 4 there, the uh, the Battlefield boys, the, the Blops boys. Thinking about getting some leather jackets made, uh, no leather waistcoats. I'm gonna get some leather waistcoats made and I'm gonna design me on crest for the Battlefield boys. Or the Blops boys, I'm not sure yet, like it depends what I spend more time on. And then I'm gonna start like a like a bit like a motorcycle gang where none of us have got motorcycles. I just need to wet me whistle, give us a second, I got a bit of that cotton mouth. So I'm gonna gonna start a gonna start a mini cult. A mini cult with some nice leather waistcoats. I believe they call it a cut. But anyway, um I I got terminated on the Xbox One X and off the bat you get the option frame rate or resolution what do you want to prioritize and i went with resolution and then i put a poll out on twitter because i was i was interested uh um interessante on what people in the gaming community were choosing when given such an option when given such a bloody choice like brexit <laughs> you know what i mean why don't you just give me the best possible way of playing it don't make me choose so i chose resolution and I played through the first half of the game with optimised resolution. And fuck me, what what a stunning game. If you follow us on Instagram, uh, then I have... Um, I'm a bit mental for a photo mode. I do love a photo mode. You can get some real nice shots in a photo mode. And I got a load from Tomb Raider. Like that. Most of them are just saved on my OneDrive, but I've shared a few of them. Uh, and I was playing it with a high resolution, and it was just stunning. Just absolutely stunning. Graphically one of the most beautiful games I have seen, not just this year, but ever, right? That's an achievement. Tick that box. Put a pin in that. We'll put it on the board, right? The board doesn't have a name at this point. It's just called the board. And I'm going to pin a few things to it and then tie back in later on like a fine murder mystery and I'm just going to put all the pieces on that board together. Best looking game possibly ever. Pin that on that board. Right, then I switched halfway through, following the Twitter poll, like, the 80% of the people went for frame rate, so I switched to frame rate, and by Jeebus, by Jeebus that made a difference, 
Uh, from now on, I think I'm going to prioritise frame rate always when I play games on the X. Now, there's a lot to be said. Yes, there's a lot to be said for something looking absolutely stunning. But with the high frame rate, it didn't do anything to the look of the game. But by heck, the feel of the game. The liquid smooth. Liquid smooth, my friends. And in future, all franchise will tell you this. I 100% endorse prioritising frame rate over resolution. It's got my endorsement. So we've got absolutely fucking stunning. That's in the board, right? Second, you've got arguably well it's not even I I I don't even know how to structure this sentence. Arguably it's not the right way it started. Second, the story is it's well written. It's a well written story, uh set uh, in like uh, the 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 fucking jungles of somewhere or other South America um, and it's a, it's a Mayan based like that type of tribe type based storyline like I mean it's a bit out there it's a bit out there for a game grounded in realism as far as guns bone arrows uh, generally like raiding tombs it's got it's, it's grounded in realism gritty at times and then it's got this fantastical element that you caused the apocalypse because of Mayan deities and eclipses and shit. Kokolkan is a, a name I was aware of before the game. I know a lot more about it now, having played the game. Kokolkan is some sort of fucking destruction god or something. Don't don't correct us on that. I'm probably wrong, I know that. But like he's a, a deity of one of these lost tribes. Uh, an ancient tribe of a, a long forgotten time but the story even though it has this fantastical element you, you've you caused the fucking end of the world and now you need to stop it although fantastical it's still well written it's a well written story it's well paced also um, I don't think some of the side missions that they can throw at you they, they can throw the pace off a little if you decide to deviate from the from the critical path, if you decide to deviate and go off and do these little side missions, that can fuck the pacing up somewhat, but not not too much that I'm not gonna that it doesn't detract from the overall experience, right? So you've got well written single player storyline, well written, well paced, a nice crescendo at the end. Okay, so we'll put that in the board, right? Solid single player story, put it in the board. Mechanically, I've got a few issues with it. I found the shooting to be a little off. Um, I used the bone arrow predominantly for the bulk of the game. Uh, the again, the the bone arrow when Tomb Raider first came out, that was the fucking that was the zeitgeist at the time, right? Bone arrows. Every fucking game had a bone arrow in it, uh, and it was just cool as fuck at the time. And Tomb Raider, where everybody else has sort of deviated from bone arrows and crossbows, Tomb Raider's just dug in. Terminator's just dug its heels in and just went, no. The bow is a fucking exceptional piece of weaponry, sir. We will continue to use said bow. So you've got the bow. Works well. Mechanically it works well. When it's upgraded, it's a fucking powerhouse. It's a beast. You upgrade like your three skill trees. You end up with a very capable weapon, even in firefights with people with guns. So mechanically I didn't care for the shooting. The stealth kill element... Jesus Christ. 
When I said this was grounded in gritty realism, right? Is a is a sidetrack, which links in serendipitously with the mechanics. So when I said it was, it was gritty, and you've got these often brutal stealth kills. Part of the big allure for me in the reboot of Tomb Raider and Rise of the Tomb Raider, part of that big allure was Lara Croft felt so fucking vulnerable. And I don't know what it was. It was like it added an element to everything you did because if you fucked up a jump, there was a gruesome death sort of animation that you saw. And it was like, holy, holy shit. Like, that is that is far more graphic than it needed to be. But it added to it. It added to that vulnerability. It was the fact that she was a young girl. She'd never... She weren't a murderer by trade at this point. So she was uncomfortable in her actions when performing the old death. When dishing out death. Willy-nilly. You know what I mean? By this game, uh, Shadow of the Tomb Raider, you get a much darker Lara Croft. And she... She's just murdering people left, right. Not even bothered like fucking knife in their neck knife in the heart Fuck it. just just brutal and no remorse either she's by this point a stone cold killer and another little posh British accent not even a hint of remorse in that either just joviality abound she's murdered like 50 people and she's just so jovial about it There's, because of her progression through the reboot, she's got to this point now where she is just a fucking murderess. She's a murderess and she's capable. She's a capable murderer. And that, however good it is to murder people in the game, it detracts somewhat because she's lost an air of vulnerability. Like now she was, like I'm walking into scenarios where I don't feel vulnerable. 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 I don't feel vulnerable because it's like, I know I'm a killer. She knows she's a killer. She walks like a killer now. She's got that. She's got that swagger. You know what I mean. And where I'm not, it's not a, it's not a bad thing. It just does detract from the feel of the game. And like perfect example, like some of the stealth kills, especially when you're like up a tree, of which there are many, because the whole fucking game's pretty much set in a forest. There's like that element of like being in a tree and then using your bow to like drag people, almost like a Batman. Arkham type kill where you were like on a gargoyle and you like dropped down and pulled them up or Spider-Man when you were like webbing them from the floor up to the elevated level you were at but these kills is like fucking brutal like she arrow with a rope in it into the shoulder blades yanks them up and then uses like the branch she's standing on almost like a pivot point and then just uses it like a sort of a pulley type motion so they end up both just dangling from this tree while she's tying them up and just ruthlessly knifing them in all sorts of places places you didn't really want knives if I'm honest I, I can think of a few places on my body where I'd want a knife um, betwixt my fingers you know like Bishop in the alien film where he gets the knife and just goes like I'm happy with that you can put knives there you can put knives in the spaces between my fingers uh, other than that I'll maybe take one to the leg, maybe. As long as you didn't hit like a, like a tendon, I take one in the in the arse cheek, in the arse cheek, right in the meat of the cheek. I'll take a knife there, but that's pretty much the only two places I'll take one. I don't want to take a knife anywhere else. She's putting them, she's putting them everywhere, just everywhere. Brutal, brutal. 
So we're not going to put that in the board. That doesn't need to go on the board, right? The the hunting element of the game, the wildlife in the game, excellent, excellent. It's always been hunting. Like if you played Rise of the Tomb Raider, there was hunting, but now you're in the fucking jungle, so you're hunting some like, some like black wolves. And I mean, don't get us wrong, I don't see colour. You know what I mean? That's who I am. I'm a modern man. I don't see colour. It could have just been called a wolf for me, but they had to distinguish that a normal wolf. So they called it a black wolf. I mean, I don't know why. I don't. I don't know why. So I need to. So I need to play that card, Tomb Raider. No, no, no. I'm only. I'm obviously only Jordan. But so you've got like the black wolves, and you've got Empress Jaguars, and they're not an easy fight. Like if you like me, and you're playing the game with a bow because you want that element of authenticity, and that's your weapon of choice. I think that's wrong. If you're just gonna whip a shotgun out, you're not. You're not gonna worry so much about an Empress Jaguar. But me, I like to get in the trees. I like to upgrade that skill tree so when I use me hunter instincts, I can see it's heart beating. I like to get that long shot with a bow, you know what I mean? I like to get that whip-pow with a bow. Zip! Like Robin Hood, right for the heart. Big damage. Big damage in that heart shot. You know what I mean? But, like, the wildlife, I like the hunting aspect of it. Leads into the crafting. Didn't do a lot of crafting. Didn't do a lot of crafting. All I crafted really was a fuck ton of arrows and all of the suits. I unlocked so many suits doing. Let's just fucking segue this straight into my next point on the game. There's too fucking much to do. You've got the critical path, right? Around that, you've got challenge tombs. I mean, the, na the, the name of the game is Tomb Raider. You think you're going to have to raid a few tombs or, or trading standards. Trading standards would be all over here. You kind of just, like me, I cut. If I, I'm sitting here saying I'm the best gaming podcaster in the world, but I didn't ever do a gaming podcast, how... Excuse me? Excuse me, sir? So you've got, like, this element of raiding tombs, finding crypts. That's another one. Finding lost relics. Finding documents. All of these things that add to the law of the universe that you're in, right? And when you're raiding tombs, when you're, when you're finding crypts, you're unlocking different... Uh, craftable wearables attire and normally on any other day all franchises all over that fashion game you know what I mean that's, that's one of my passions I like that fashion game I like me Lara Croft depending on the situation she's in I want to I wanna look in uh, Jungle Chic you know what I mean I want to look in Murderous Chic so the, there's that element where I had the option to craft all of these things I just didn't fucking do it it wasn't necessary the 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 bonuses I was going to get from wearing different attires, other than looking fresh, uh, fresh to death, I was uh, I, I didn't need it, so I was just pretty much going with. I'd unlocked every fucking costume from the past two games because it read me Xbox and saw that I'd played the other two, so it was like, oh, thanks for staying with us. Here's every wearable attire from Tomb Raider and Rise of the Tomb Raider. A couple of classics in there as well. You could play as Polygon. Uh, Tomb Raider from the very first Lara Croft, all weird and pointy and all tits, all all sharp, all sharp, old sharp tits. You know what I mean? But I didn't. I, I picked some nice, a nice vest top and some nice slacks, and that was me done. I didn't need anything else. Um, so the world itself felt like it had so much to do in that world, but it did it. It did it so well that you knew the critical path was there. But you couldn't help it. You were like, but 
like this side mission like there's a side mission right here and I've already talked to the locals and they've already alluded to the side mission my interests are already piqued you know me I'm curious curiosity they say killed a cat they killed the empress jaguar one of the most beautiful of the cats and I was like right well there you go I'm, I'm in it now I want to finish the game before Assassin's Creed Odyssey arrives but here I am here I am doing the runaround trying to find this fucking crazy woman who smashed a gravestone up and now she's missing I'm, I'm in I'm in it I'm in amongst it so by the end of it I was like I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to just commit at this point I got so far in the game and I was like Assassin's Creed is just so close and I need to finish this before it comes out so towards the end of the game side missions box them off relics box them off fucking documents nah I had to stop caring about the law of the world and what have we got left if we don't care about the law what have we got left not a lot not a lot so I boxed all that off and I'm just following the critical path and eventually I did finish it I did finish it literally 11th hour like Assassin's Creed came out Friday uh, yesterday as of recording this and I finished Tomb Raider at like half 11 on the Thursday night and I'm not going to lie, I've totally fucking forgot what I was talking about there. It's one of the problems with so many tangents. And when your mind's just like, oh, here's something to talk about, and this, and this, and this. Don't forget to tangent. Now we need a tangent. At least seven tangents. Talk about cats. Like, you forget what your point was. But anyway, too much, too much to do in the world. I gotta box it off by the end and just commit. Commit to the critical path. So I don't know how much I missed out on. Uh, probably just achievements as far as it goes and I'm not nah I'm not like a I'm not like a trophy hunter you know what I mean I'm not like an achievement hunter I'm not after that straight up thousand G I'm not after that thousand G if I was on the PlayStation I'd, I'd, Platinum doesn't do anything for us them plats I've got a few but like I don't they don't do anything for us if this game let, alright let's go to the board right let's go to the board best looking game fucking that I've played possibly ever uh, solid story um, we'll put the mechanics in there because other than the shooting the climbing mechanics and some of all that shit and the swinging and whatnot, that was not the like she didn't just, not that kind of swinging that's not one of the mechanics she didn't just turn up at a random hut in the middle of the fucking woods like Jonah Jonah and then she walks in and there's just like a load of load of tribes people just sitting there on shoddily made couches out of bamboo and moss and there's just a handcrafted wooden ball on the table and a load of car keys in it even though none of them have got cars because they live in the woods they've, cr they've chipped they've whittled some car keys out of some local balsa wood and there's just a load of wooden car keys in a ball and they're like ah oh, Lara come in if you have wooden keys that have no use put them in the bowl let's let's have a, a little swing shall we it was not that kind of swinging. It was like, you know, traversal type swinging. So you've got a game with solid mechanics, a good story. It's absolutely stunning. It had the marketing machine behind it. You were seeing a lot of m promotional material for this game. Shadow of the Tomb Raider, the darkest installment of Tomb Raider yet. And it, all of the ingredients are there. So why, why is it that this game despite reviewing well across the board 
why is why was nobody talking about it? Why was nobody talking about it? And when I say nobody's talking about it, obviously people were talking about it, but then look at look at God of War. Right? No every fucker was talking about that game. Spider Man. Every fucker was talking about that game. There's photo modes coming out left, right and centre from both of these games. And I've seen a few from Tomb Raider, don't get us wrong, I've seen that photo mode content flying around. But nowhere near God of War, Spider-Man, the other two front runners for Game of the Year at this point, God of War and Spider-Man. Nobody, Tomb Raider did not get the fucking fanfare that those two games got. And why? Why? Look at the board we've created. What is it? What is the missing piece of that puzzle? Is it? Is it franchise fatigue? Obviously not me. You're not fatigued of me. Uh, I'm only here once a month. I've settled down. That's a bit harsh. Is it f the Tomb Raider franchise fatigue? Was it, in fact, that between Square and Crystal, the cons seemed to release a Tomb Raider game in a fucking quiet window? Who in their right mind's going to release a game if, if this is your? Triple A title. This is your game of the year contender. You've put everything into this. Uh, would you rather be a bit smart, release it in a quieter window, or would you say, ah, actually, actually, let's take a look at the calendar here. Spider-Man releases there, and a few weeks later we've got Assassin's Creed releasing. Yeah, why don't we release it right bang in the middle of those two fucking behemoths? Who, who, who made that decision? Maybe, I mean, I'm being a bit critical there, but maybe they didn't know Spider-Man or uh, Assassin's Creed release was going to be where it was at the time that they pinned their release window. I don't know. I wasn't there. I don't work for them. I can just surmise and throw opinions about, like, chimps eyeing shit at each other. Me and my opin shit opinions. Not, not shit opinions. I think I've got quite good opinions. You <laughs> know what I mean? You know what I mean? Though? The metaphorical opinions of shit. But, I don't know. There's just something. There's just something not there. And when Game of the Year rolls round, I predict Tomb Raider's going to be suspiciously absent from that conversation. And that, my friends, pains me. Because it is a very accomplished game. It's an accomplished title. It's a fucking beloved franchise. So why, why, why? It's obviously selling well as a franchise, right? When the Tomb Raider reboot happened, it had to sell well, or you wouldn't have had the sequel greenlit. Rise of the Tomb Raider had to sell well, or you wouldn't have had another sequel greenlit. The Shadow of the Tomb Raider drops. Is this the end? Are we going to see another in the Tomb Raider franchise? I, I don't know. I don't know. I hope this game sells well. I hope we get another one. And I can hope we can all collectively put our heads together and go, what is that missing piece? Where's that? La like, we've got the Tomb Raider jigsaw laid out and there's just one bit missing. And then somebody's like, has somebody, has somebody got this piece in your pocket? Can everybody check the pockets? We're missing a piece. Somebody check the box. Check the box. Check the lid. Is it in the lid? Is somebody sitting on it? Has somebody is this a joke? Has somebody got the missing piece? There's a piece missing from this puzzle, and I can't find out what the fuck it is. Because on paper, this this should be in the game of the year discussion. And there's a general feel that I'm not getting. 
Maybe this is just me. I'm not getting the feel that this game's going to be discussed when it comes to Game of the Year. And I... I can't figure that fucking shit out because it was... It's... I've thoroughly enjoyed my time with it. On the whole, Rise of the Tomb Raider was a better game for me. That's not to say Shadow of the Tomb Raider isn't a fucking brilliant game. On the whole, Rise of the Tomb Raider was a better game for me. I enjoyed that more than I enjoyed Shadow. And again, I don't know what that was. I've said I've touched on the, the vulnerability of Lara and like she's becoming the Tomb Raider during them games. This game's sort of like, ah yeah, she's the Tomb Raider. She's that much of the Tomb Raider, she's just caused the fucking apocalypse. You know what I mean? But, I don't know. That's my thoughts anyway. That's my thoughts. And you're going to say, well, this would have been nice when Tomb Raider just released, not three weeks after it. But, you know, this is content on demand. You know what I mean? People might be sitting with uh, just saving up the pennies thinking, oh, I might buy Tomb Raider in December when the price comes down a bit. Let's go and find some content. Let's see what people thought of it because it, was, it wasn't on my radar because there was a piece missing out of that puzzle. So that's that's where I'm at. That's my opinions on Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Uh, hopefully, you won't have to wait this long for the next one, which is Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Now, we've got Assassin's Creed Odyssey and WWE 2K19 releasing. Um, obviously, 2K19, the deluxe edition is out now. The normal release of 2K18. I didn't buy the deluxe edition. This is the first year I haven't bought the deluxe edition for I don't know how long. I've got autographed cards from Stone Cold Steve Austin, Bret Hart, The Undertaker. I've got a piece of the ring mat from when Hulk Hogan returned. I've got a lovely little Finn Balor NXT collectible. Because um, I always buy the deluxe editions. I've got disc one of about 12 different WWE DVD releases. Because they just give them away in the deluxe editions. This year, arguably, would have been my favourite deluxe edition it's the Ric Flair deluxe edition you get a Ric Flair Funko Pop you get a Ric Flair uh, replica Hall of Fame ring you get a piece of one of his robes you know what I mean everything's there there's a big there's a big fucking like everything on paper that's what I want that's the type of shit that I want and I just didn't get it I, I could be playing it right now but again I think I don't know if I'm just losing I don't know if I'm losing uh, interest in 2K and, and wrestling as a whole. I'm going to buy it, but like I didn't get the Deluxe Edition. So we've got the Deluxe Edition. We've got uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey's out now. It's sitting downstairs. I'm going to go and that's that's going to be my playthrough starts now. Not now. Give, give us 10 minutes. I'll have like a piss and then maybe uh, I might have a bag of crisps. And then we'll start. Then the, play the playthrough starts then. You know what I mean? So the next franchise buys games will either be 2K19 or Assassin's Creed Odyssey. And given what I'm already reading on Odyssey, uh, you'd be waiting a long fucking while if I waited till the end of that game. It took us three weeks to finish a 20-hour campaign. From what I'm reading, you hit 20 hours and the fucking title screen starts. So, it is... Uh, mm, that's a difficult one, that. We've also got to face up to the fact that fatigue is going to set in very soon open world big massive game fatigue from spider-man open world so much to do uh, there was the gap between god of war and spider-man right so all fatigue was sorted by this point so spider-man open world fuck tons to do tomb raider open world fuck tons to do assassin's creed odyssey from what i'm reading 
bigger than the other two combined. And a disgusting amount of shit to do. But, like, I'm worried. I'm worried that by the time Red Dead Redemption 2 comes around, that fatigue's going to be real. Like, open world fatigue is going to be real. Hopefully. My plan is I'm going to use Black Ops 4 as a little palate cleanser. That's the plan. That's the plan. That's the plan right now. Black Ops 4 will be my palate cleanser. Cleansiners of that open world fatigue before Red Dead Redemption 2. But we'll see how that pans out. We'll see how that pans out. Boys and girls, this has been an episode of Franchise Buys Games on Shadow of the Tomb Raider. If, don't call it a review. Whatever you do, don't call it a review. It's not a review. It's opinions. It's an opinion piece. It's uh, editorialised some thoughts. If you've enjoyed what's happened here today, do spread the word. Do spread the word. Without you, I am nothing. I am but a voice. If a tree falls in the woods and nobody's there to hear it, doesn't make a sound. You know what I mean? Without you, I am nothing. So do share us about if you if you'd be so kind with the retweets and you know general general discourse gets noticed as well. So that would be a, a big help. If you can jump on over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a glowing review, so that little uh, little fucking tool that they use, the little uh, what's that thing called? An algorithm. The algorithm starts to see franchise buys games picking up them five star reviews and thinks, "Oh, what do we have here? Mmm, tasty, tasty piece. Mmm." So any any reviews on our podcast would be massively appreciated. If you want to talk to us about anything I've discussed here, I am readily available. Twitter at the franchise p h r a n c h i z e, Facebook page that's on there, Instagram got one of them. You know what I mean? I am, I'm not hard to find, motherfucker. Boys and girls, until next time, laters.